your mind. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WrestleLore Podcast. I am your host, Ethan Sandoval, and I am joined, as always, by the Phineas I. Godwin to my uh, Henry O. Godwin <laughs> Devo. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, Ethan, do you know what that song was that I was playing there as we introed? Is that Brody Lee's That theme? is Brody Lee's. Uh, that is Brody Lee's AEW theme. Uh, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Let's start out on a little sad note. R.I.P. to Brody Lee, uh, the former mm-hmm. Luke Harper, uh, apparently one of the best guys in all of pro wrestling. Uh, and uh, mm. sadly passed away at the age of 41 and uh, did so from a non-COVID-related uh, lung uh, disorder. Lung, yeah. And uh, yeah. apparently uh, tonight we're recording this. Uh, this is our uh, end-of-the-year episode, uh, beginning of the New Year episode, which we will uh, drop uh, on New Year's Day. It'll be a different drop date for us. Uh, but uh, we, uh, you know, I wanted to pay a little bit of an homage to him up top. I... Uh, so much of what Brody Lee uh, represented represents wrestling in 2020, which is uh, just how in the last few years of just how the WWE has wasted potential and then AEW has come along and like revitalized the industry. And I, I think he was indicative of that. Uh, I loved his work as the leader of the Dark Order, uh, playing Mr. Brody Lee and uh Boy, you know, it, it's just uh, it's a shame that we uh, that we lost him tonight. AEW, we're recording this on the thirtieth. Uh, tonight, AEW has they pushed back all of their plans. They're doing a show that features only uh, wrestlers that uh, Brody Lee and like his son were favorites, like their favorite wrestlers, mm-hmm. and a special yeah. like tribute night to him. Uh, and uh, also, I believe I don't know if you saw the uh, the good news uh, or the you know the. The uplifting news, um, but I believe uh, AEW offered Brody Lee's son, who is only eight, a contract if he ever wants to join AEW in the future. And basically, they're well, that's nice. They're um, they're basically taking care of him uh, and their family, doing it the right way. Uh, yeah, so we have a fan sided here. Let's see, this fan sided as initially reported, uh, Wrestling.co. Um, AEW champion Brody Lee Jr. has signed a contract with All Elite Wrestling following his appearance on AEW Dark Seven, where he pinned. Uh, yeah, so he, a, yeah, he had pinned uh, Kenny Omega <laughs> uh, on a uh, on an episode of Dark as a joke, and so they've signed him to a deal. Uh, and basically, they're just taking care mm-hmm. of him. They're doing what they uh, what a good company should do, right? Uh, so yeah. so shout out to Brody Lee and uh, everybody. You know, seemed like he was a really great guy. From every all the stories that are coming out, so it's always good to see that. So, yeah. and uh, I'm sure we'll talk about a few other wrestlers we lost here uh, in this year in this recap. Um, but Ethan, I know I, I want to wager to guess. Uh, I would say, is this the year that you've watched the least amount of new pro wrestling in recent memory? Um. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty close uh, to my my least watched. I mean, I just I don't know, man. I don't got time. <laughs> like I just all I have time to do is like read an article on it. Like, yeah, yeah I've watched I've watched like five or six pay per views. 
and like one AEW show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, so it just was. Look, it, you know the the year started off. You know, if we if we go back, um, you know, I, I remember as always. Uh, I had mm-hmm. the you know whatever you know stupid pay per view they do in January or late December or whatever, but uh, but they. I, you know, I remember the Royal Rumble, and it was that Royal Rumble where they had, you know, Brock just dominate the first part yeah. of it, and that was uh that was a that was a fun event, right? You know, like I was like, okay, maybe we're gonna have some fun wrestling this year. Maybe things are gonna be okay. This seems all right. I enjoyed it, uh, you know. But then COVID nineteen hit, and mm-hmm. now pro wrestling was one of the th- things that did not stop in the pandemic at mm-hmm. all. I think maybe there was maybe a week where there wasn't uh I mean they yeah. they had some weeks where there wasn't live wrestling, but there was still Yeah, there was a week where they essentially just replayed the Royal Rumble. Yeah, there was a a week of that, but they did that while they were like taping. That's when they, you know, WWE got the Florida governor to declare them essential workers or whatever and uh and yeah, it was it was, you know, sort of you know, uh, just kept rolling out. But yeah, we had the Royal Rumble at Minute Maid Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in that one, uh, just to kind of tell you where we were at, the, the results from that one, um, the, you know, Drew McIntyre won the Royal Rumble. Uh, Becky Lynch won, uh, you know, she was a champion. She retained. Uh, the Fiend Bray Wyatt won the Universal Championship at that Royal Rumble. And we were all like, oh, this is going to be a good year, right? But then, right. but then it just, yeah, you know, it just really didn't uh, pan out that way. Uh, we yeah. we had the debacle uh, following that. That was Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia, and which uh, oh, where we watched where we watched uh, two old men fight on a bus. I'm sorry, what? Goldberg versus The Undertaker. No, this was where Goldberg beat Bray Wyatt for the championship. Oh, this, oh that's right. This was Yeah, you were thinking about shit. last year. You're thinking about 2019. And that, that in and of itself was a travesty where Goldberg just yeah. beat. And so I think the story of uh, 2020, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, the different iterations of how the WWE has approached the pandemic um, – you know, stories of, you know, bad testing, bad etiquette backstage. Initially, they were doing no fans. Uh, and then eventually we got to what they had. They would have people from NXT around, uh, which they kind of mm-hmm. stole that from AEW, which is what they were doing. Uh, and then mm-hmm. we eventually got the Thunderdome, which the Blunderdome, which I, I will say the Thunderdome it makes it more watchable, I guess. It's still, it's still not great. I've watched a few pay per views, um, but uh, you know, I, I it's still a little. It just, it's just really hard. It was really hard to get jazz because you kind of just knew that they were never going to like. They're not going to pull the trigger on anything too crazy, or like a huge mm-hmm. comeback or anything like that. Because well, I mean, Royal Rumble, we got the Edge comeback, right? Like right. that was a huge comeback, a big, like loudest pop of the year because it was one of the immediately, la- yeah, immediately injured AJ Styles. Yeah. Like, so 
there you go. Like that was then, and then it's just like, all right. So then we lost all that, and um, mm-hmm. sort of went down this path of uh, just sort of, all right. What are we going to do? Do you remember anything from the two nights that were the messed up WrestleMania this year? Uh, of course I fucking do. I remember the greatest wrestling match in history. The Firefly Funhouse match. <laughs> Wait, you're you're saying that the uh, the the Orton Edge match wasn't the uh, greatest wrestling match in history? You shut your face! You shut up right now! You don't say those words to me. <laughs> so let's look at this. Let's do a little relive of WrestleMania 36. Uh, boy, you know, even in the time of a pandemic, you get a pre-show. Cesaro can't even get a main show match, right? Uh, yeah, the tag team, women's tag team championships, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defeated the Kabuki Warriors to win the title. The never-ending feud between Elias and King Corbin. Uh, you know, King Corbin is just always around this year for some reason. Uh, Becky Lynch defeated Shayna Baszler. Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura uh, with Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Daniel Bryan uh, for Intercontinental title. We had the return of John Morrison to the WWE this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Johnny Mundo or Johnny Impact or whatever out there doing his parkour stuff. Uh, Johnny Nitro. Yeah. And do you remember that match, right? What they did at uh, WrestleMania? What Johnny Morrison did? Yeah. Well, like, the Miz was sick, so they had to do a three-way one-on-one. They did a three-way match. They They did a triple threat ladder match for the tag team championships with just one person from each team which is kind of weird uh but you know uh, kevin owens defeating seth rollin braun Strowman defeating goldberg to win the universal title so buried the fiend for no reason whatsoever then to just give the title to braun Strowman, who is also i think if you told most people hey you remember braun Strowman was champion in 2020 they'd be like huh what yeah yeah for for me, WWE, like WWE this year, I mean, it, like the last decade, it, like watching WWE is like what, like their storylines is like watching a little kid try to do that thing where you put an egg on a spoon and put the spoon in your mouth and try to run. Yeah. And like the issue is the kid keeps dropping the fucking egg. <laughs> like that's how, that's how all their stories are. Cause it's like, Oh, we got momentum behind this character. And we're gonna drop this egg and lose all momentum by having, you know, the fiend lose to Goldberg. And it's like, oh, we're gonna build, we're gonna build the fiend back up, and then we're gonna have him, you know, get get destroyed by, by Roman Reigns. Yeah, like it's just like they feel, especially with the fiend. I feel like they, they feel like they can just heat him up whenever they want. It's like, no, you need this guy to be a monster for a while. Like, and instead mm-hmm. you're getting like mankind like runs with the title, which are super short and not that effective. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think you brought it up a lot. Fine. If he doesn't need to have the title, that's one thing. But don't keep putting him in title matches. Right. You yeah. know, like make him be a monster that I still think it would have been great if you had him win the match and just say, screw the belt. I don't want it. Like, I don't need yeah. it. Right. That would have been fun, but that's not what they did. So, um, mm-hmm. and but that first night of Mania that we wrapped up uh, ended with the Boner Yard match, 
<laughs> oh, the boner yard. The boner yard match. Uh, which, it's the boner yard match. The boner yard match. Which, if you talk about shitty booking, like, mm-hmm. like, why did you not have at least I don't know? You literally buried AJ Styles. <laughs> like, yeah. I thought about it the other day. I was like, he, they were trying to push him for a world title picture, and I was like. But you buried him at WrestleMania. Like, it's still, to me, it's like, that was really dumb. Like, don't do that. But, uh, yeah. Uh, night two, um, you had the travesty that was Charlotte Flair defeating Rhea Ripley because, heaven forbid, Charlotte Flair not be constantly everywhere in the WWE. They have a very bad Charlotte Flair addiction uh, that they need to get over. A-, a guy who is now just sort of gone Alistair Black. I mean, he's still on the roster, but he fought Bobby Lashley. Um, the uh, the uh, the whole. I mean, the the whole Otis and Mandy Rose storyline was pretty fun. That was pretty fun mm-hmm. going into into yeah. this. Yeah, uh, Edge. Yeah, then we had the the you know Edge versus uh, Randy Orton last man standing match that lasted how long, Ethan? Do you remember how long that match lasted? Wasn't it like forty-eight minutes? It's thirty-six, thirty-five. So, but yeah, it was yeah. insanely long, insanely long. Uh, one of the highlights of the uh, WWE this year, I would say, would be the Street Profits. They're really fun to watch wrestle. So uh, they they were mm-hmm. also on there with the uh, Austin, they were fighting Austin Theory and Angel Garza with the now departed Zelina Vega. Uh, mm-hmm. You had a uh, Bailey. Um, you know, she was doing her whole thing there, Fatal Five Way Elimination Match. Then you had the Firefly Firefly Funhouse match, which is your favorite match of the year, right? Yep, best match ever made. Done. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't know if you're being facetious or not. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's up for you to decide. <laughs> Look, it was a fun match. It's not a wrestling match. It was a cinematic match with apparently different dimensions. So I don't know like uh, how well you can say that that was a, 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 a pro wrestling match. And then that all culminated with Drew McIntyre defeating Brock Lesnar uh, for the WWE Championship and bringing to where kind of where we are now with that belt where, you know, there's been some back, back and forths. Uh, but, you know, Drew McIntyre still seems to be the number one baby face in all of WWE. Um, mm-hmm. Now, meanwhile... You know, so that was like the capper. And I, I kind of, after WrestleMania, I basically kind of tuned out for most of the year yeah. on WWE. I watched the Money in the Bank match because I wanted to see what the hell they were going to do with it. And which they gave the belt, they gave the Money in the Bank to Otis, which didn't mm-hmm. make a whole lot of sense. Uh, and then which really honestly didn't make any sense because they later just had him drop it to the Miz. And I don't know if you've paid attention recently of what the most current developments are, Ethan, but the Miz tried to cash in at the last pay-per-view, but uh, failed. And then on Monday night, they gave him the briefcase back (laughs) because they said it was, it was John Morrison that cashed in the the briefcase and not the Miz himself. And so, therefore, mm. uh, he gets the briefcase back. So, I have no idea what they're doing. It's quite insane. Um, mm. Mm. 
I guess we did get to see Keith Lee get called up. That was good in 2020. I mean, he's been kind of used okay, I suppose. And it's just always nice to see Keith Lee. Yeah. It is nice to see Keith Lee, even though they made him look like a rolled-up tube of toothpaste. That is that is true. Vince doesn't doesn't quite understand what he has sometimes. Uh, now, meanwhile, not across the pond, but like down in the... Uh, you know, that little bubbling competition down there. Uh, AEW's had quite the year. I mean, I think their biggest contra- yeah. their biggest controversy, the two biggest slams against AEW this year are one, that Chris Jericho likes Donald Trump, and uh, yep. and two, that uh, they don't know how to book women's, the women's division. That seems to be the two big criticisms yeah. uh, coming from AEW, which I think are uh, both valid criticisms, um, but... Mm-hmm. They more than make up for it in other areas. And most recently, what I'm really looking forward to see develop in 2021 is this whole storyline of Kenny Omega, belt collector. Like, I want to see this. I want to see him go mm-hmm. and collect belts. And mm-hmm. w- did we talk about that fan theory on here? Uh, no. Like, the, the theory that uh, what they're going to do is have Kenny Omega go collect like belts from like any of the ones that they can partner with. Maybe he gets a belt in Ring of Honor. Maybe. Maybe he wins the Impact. I think Impact's more likely. I could see him winning the Impact World Championship, the NWA World Championship, and then uh, in like one of the championships from like AAA or whatever, or uh, whichever one they're more affiliated with. I can't remember if it's CMLL or AAA. But, uh, and then the one that he needs is the New Japan heavyweight title, which is currently held by Kota Ibushi, his golden lover's yeah. teammate. And that would be a great, that would be a great, because he's never beaten Kota Ibushi. So that would be an right. absolute yeah. great storyline for them to tell. And it'd be, it'd be fun to see if it comes to fruition. And it certainly seems like Tony Khan is open to doing anything. I don't know if you've seen the like commercials they've ran on, uh, uh, on Impact, <laughs> like the fake commercials that they run. And it, it's it's no. it's hilarious. Like they like he gets it, which is crazy that this yeah. son of a billionaire gets pro wrestling so well. Like I, I just yeah. I don't get it. I guess maybe it's because he would his dad wasn't always a billionaire and he was just like a hard working guy for a long time and then struck it lucky by making bumpers. So I don't know, yeah. maybe that maybe that's it. But how do you feel about things? What what do you want to see? Uh, well, you know, uh wrestling is dumb yes it's just real stupid and i love it i love it a lot this year has been crazy but i also think we've like learned a lot of things like number one wwe man are they bad and <laughs> just yeah just like releasing wow. releasing people in a pandemic when they can't go make money elsewhere but yet recording record profits like it's yeah. yeah i mean that's just that's it's villainy is what that is they they are they are into yeah. villainy yeah um so that's that's number number one uh number two is like i think we are getting the chance to like see shit we'll never see before or or after yeah you know like um, and also it's allowing, it's like causing people to think outside the box. And because of that, we're seeing like, 
you know, um, growth in an industry that's been stagnant for a couple decades. Yeah, the the I know that not I know that there have been promotions that have done it before. But like the introduction, I, I mean, I guess maybe mainstreaming of the cinematic match, I think yeah. changes a lot, right? I think it changes a lot yeah. in the in the world of pro wrestling. Uh, I don't necessarily yeah. think that you know uh, a a championship should ever be defended in a cinematic match. M- you know, maybe mm-hmm. uh, depends on what the championship is. I guess. I mean, it's probably fine yeah. for certain things, but certainly it's one way. I know one thing with you know. The re-debut of, or the you know Sting showing up in AEW, which I'm not a huge Sting fan, but yeah. the you know common commonality of the cinematic match gives mm-hmm. him the ability to actually have a match. Yeah, because he they can you know edit the bumps and things like that, and it'll be mm-hmm. it'll be fine. So I, I do think that is kind of an innovative thing. Um, I think you know one of the things that I think. It seems like a big difference between the two companies, certainly to me, is the camaraderie between the locker rooms. Like the shit, yeah. the shit that you see that happens on AEW. Like even like guys, you know that they don't like agree on everything, but like they do so much like backstage stuff that, and yeah. you know the stories we. T- I think I talked about the stories, uh, but like uh, Tony Khan who will just like show up at the end of the shows with like cases upon cases of white claw and will order like 150 hamburgers for everybody. And just people are like having a good time. Like, and, and seeing and WWE is like, you know what? You can't play video games. You fucking losers. Yeah. I, yeah. That, so I mean, that's another dark side of this year is WWE's decision to say that it's talent can't use third party apps uh, for you know, for profitable purposes, which is which is bullshit. I mean, th- you know, like that that's absolutely dumb because I mean they they make so much money doing that stuff uh, that it yeah. will be you know that they should be allowed to. It's their their likeness. They're not. I get it if they were using their ring name, but if they're not using their ring name, it's completely different, right? I mean, yeah. if if Ethan, if you want to go make money being a Twitch streamer, you just you can't use your Soundstooth name, which is Ethan Sandoval. You have to use your real name. Which is Gary Jones, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just Gary Jones. Um, yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to use my real voice too, which is not fun. Hey, <laughs> y'all, it's me, Gary. How y'all doing? Hey, y'all, it's me, Gary. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna play some Pac Man. <laughs> I got Pac Man fever. <laughs> like, uh, is there? I, there's got to be someone that streams Pac Man on Twitch. I assume. Uh, uh, oh, of course. Yeah. There were, listen, Bob Ross, streaming Bob Ross got like 700,000 views. Yeah, why can't we figure out that dumb shit that's going to get those views? <laughs> like, yeah. we just got to strike gold with one thing and, uh, you know, maybe yeah. maybe it'll work. Uh, I, you know, I don't know what's going on. Uh, as obviously not a lot of things are going to change early in 2021. That's going to look pretty similar. I do think that the first time... And I mean, it's what's kind of weird is I think theoretically, I think theoretically mm-hmm. both AEW and WWE could have like a decent amount of fans in their stands if they wanted because Florida allows it, right? But they yeah. haven't. So I'm wondering at what point one of those two companies pulls the trigger and says, all right, we're doing 
you know, like we're, we're, you know, is it, is it like an April, May, you know, does the WWE push back WrestleMania to like early May this year to try to do it then, uh, or something yeah. like that. And cause I mean, that's going to be a lit ass crowd. If it's, you mm-hmm. know, if they're doing it there, people are going to enjoy it. So then hopefully by then, you know, anybody that wants the vaccine will have access to the vaccine, uh, by then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see which way that goes. Um, yeah. now, uh, let's, uh, let's do a little in memoriam. You want to do a little in memoriam here? Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about, let's talk about some of those wrestlers we to lost. My goldfish, Speedy, <laughs> you died. Uh, Two decades ago, <laughs> yes. Well, we already talked a lot about uh, we talked a lot about Brody Lee, uh, who uh, mm-hmm. who passed away very recently. Uh, another man that uh, obviously we're not going to talk about everybody. I'm just going to hit on some of the ones that sort of stand out to me here. Um, mm-hmm. A man that was you never really thought about him too much until they highlighted him, but then you realize he was always there for a good chunk of your wrestling life, which was Howard Finkel, who uh, passed away yeah. this year. The Fink. I mean, always there, yeah. good, good for comic relief when he needed to be, and did, did his job really well as a ring announcer. So, uh, the late yeah. great. Um, we also had uh, Pat Patterson. Yep, Pat Patterson, uh, the uh, first Intercontinental Champion uh, who passed away. Uh, we mm-hmm. we saw you know his impact on the business. Uh, we lost Kamala, uh, the Ugandan giant, uh, who uh, Shad Gaspard. Yeah, Shad Gaspar, which I saw that his wife is uh, suing the city of Los Angeles uh, for a lack of signage over the dangers at that beach uh, there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Road Warrior Animal uh, yep. passed away this year, taking both the Road Warriors uh, away from us. Uh, and, you know, we talked about the Road Warriors, I believe it was this year, we talked about the Legion of Doom episode, uh, the Road Warriors episode of uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, uh, also talked a lot of, we talked a little bit about Kamala when we talked about the, uh, dungeon of doom when he was, uh, briefly yeah. in the dungeon of doom. We also lost a wrestling great in Zeus. Zeus. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, we lost a wrestling great in Zeus, a man who, you know, look, uh, wasn't a good wrestler does have a very, very prominent, uh, position in the history of wrestling having been in a no holds barred mm-hmm. uh one of my favorite things that we've done with this podcast is force zach amen and sean singleton to watch mm-hmm. no holds barred <laughs> i think it has scarred yeah. them to this day <laughs> uh but uh yeah and then uh i think the last one here i'll talk about is uh just because i remember him so much from extreme championship wrestling uh which was uh when he was in the full-blood italians and even though he is not Italian, uh, Tracy Smothers, oh, who passed away, uh, who yeah. passed away. Yeah, the back. other two, I, I would, uh, the other two I would highlight are La Parca Two. Oh yeah, La Parca Two. And Rocky Johnson. Yes, Rocky. Okay, yeah, Rocky Johnson, uh, the the Rock's father. So uh, the, Rock, the Rock's father. We, we wouldn't have a Rock without Rocky Johnson. So I mean. Mm-hmm. Boy, uh, do you think The Rock comes back in 2021 for something? <laughs> the Rock debuts on AEW. <laughs> oh, God. I don't think he would ever do that. Uh, but I don't think he would either, but it'd be great. That, it, would be, um, it would be funny if like Tony Khan's dad was just like, hey, for Christmas I gave you an extra $500 million just to book yeah. The Rock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dude. I, 
you imagine that <laughs> that would be the thing that kills Vince? Yeah. <laughs> like like if 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 they were like it, this, this would be the rock. Oh god, my cold heart. Ah shit. And and if it was just like on some random like uh, dynamite and not like a pay per view, AEW like... Dark, The Rock, AEW <laughs> Dark, and finally The Rock has debuted on AEW Dark, and everybody's like, "Don't show Vince this, don't show Vince," and Triple H is like, "Show Vince, show Vince, <laughs> get him out of here." Uh, that'd be so funny. Here, here's here's my here's my prediction. I don't think, I don't know if this is a very bold prediction or not. Um, but here's my prediction for uh, 2021 and and pro wrestling, especially in concerning the WWE. It's it's no like obviously secret that Vince McMahon is getting way older. Um, that he has had you know issues and like some people question his mentality at times. There's, I think, always been this assumption that Vince will just the company will be sold off to Triple H or Triple H will take over. I'm, I'm going to guess. I mean, if I had to guess, I'm going to say that like someone like Amazon is going to buy the WWE this year. Like, mm. I, I think that's where we're headed. I don't think it's going to be. Uh, I don't think. I, I think WWE exists as a different entity. And I think it's mm. going to be bought uh, mm. by a, a massive company, and they're going to run it more like a TV show than a, than a wrestling company. WWE now only available on Facebook. Hey, I mean, they kind of experimented with it for a little while, like you know, yeah. with those the intergender chant or whatever that was called the. I can't remember what they oh, called. Yeah, the mixed, mixed, mixed match, mixed match the challenge. Mixed match challenge. Uh, yeah. But, but I mean, like, I, I could definitely see in this world of competing for content and winning subscribers, like, if the only place you could watch WWE programming was Amazon Prime, that's going to instantly give them like a good amount of new Prime members, right? It's whether or not right. it's going to be worth the cost of buying out those TV contracts or something, or maybe they keep the TV TV contracts and just Amazon takes over all the pay-per-views. I could see like yeah. the, the WWE network just being folded into Amazon prime uh, as, as like yeah. an add on or something. So I don't know. That's, that's my prediction. I also predict that uh, I, I'm going to make a prediction Vince that dies. Huh? Vince dies. Vince dies. Yeah. Well, once the rock debuts on AW dark, Vince will die. Right. Uh, my other prediction is I think, think i'm gonna say that aew boy if they do it right i'm going to say that aew dynamite will one night beat monday night raw in a ratings battle yeah i i mean they, they haven't been too close they've been about six hundred thousand. i think the closest they've been is four hundred thousand people away but I think mm -hmm. there will be a week in which Monday Night Raw gets beaten by AEW Dynamite. Uh, mm -hmm. And I don't know what it'll be. It'll probably have to be like some sort of mega match that, you know, dream match they do or whatever. But I think they could do it. I honestly do think they could do it. Do you mm -hmm. have any predictions for 2021, Mr. Sandoval? Yeah. Um, so, well, here's the reason that uh, I say I wouldn't be surprised if Vince dies. Is because there was a report that came out three days ago that Vince McMahon is not in good health. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that. Uh, 
I remember the last time I saw him on camera, which was the Undertaker uh, retirement. I did not think he looked very good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, now you know. I I know that uh, Monday Night Raw coming up. I think next week is Legends Night. Uh, yeah. Did you see who they were bringing back as a legend? Scotty Tuhati. <laughs> Carlito. <laughs> Oh, Carlito. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, yeah. Also, also hmm. Alicia Fox. Legends of the game. Alicia Fox and Carlito. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my mom once told me if you can't say something nice, just say that's really fucking stupid. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, you know, it's whatever. Um, <laughs> look, Legends Night's always been a gimmick, and it's always been oh yeah, just like it's nostalgia because we can't do anything worth watching. Uh, so here's the legends they've announced so far: uh, Alicia Fox, mm-hmm. uh, Beth Phoenix, mm-hmm. uh, Big Show, mm-hmm. who mm. he just he wrestled after he wrestled this year, <laughs> like uh, mm-hmm. the Boogeyman. Uh, Booker T, mm. who is always there anyway, uh, Candice Michelle, Carlito, Hillbilly Jim, Hulk Hogan, IRS, mm-hmm. Ivory, Jacqueline, Jeff Jarrett, Jimmy Hart, Kurt Angle, Mark Henry, Melina, Michael P.S. Hayes, Mickey James, Ric Flair, Sergeant Slaughter, Tatanka, and Tori Wilson. Boy, that is just a, mm. a murderer's row of... Uh, of, of superstar legends, mediocrity. Right yeah, there, there uh, is, you know, there, there's some there. Like I, I, you know, I like Carlito, so I don't know what capacity. Yeah. He, I assume he still wrestles, right? Yeah. Like, uh, and I believe I'm not a hundred percent sure. One, wait, I didn't know Mickey James had retired. I thought she was still wrestling. <laughs> mm. And uh, two, I. Th- think that one of them is supposed I don't know one of the ladies is supposed I mean maybe Molina's the one that's supposed to be coming back for an actual run but I'm not sure so mm-hmm. anyways there's that there's that going on on Legends Night uh, uh yeah so Vince is in bad health did you have any details on that what they say any any let me let me pull up the article like I mean he's Vince McMahon yeah. is a wrinkled purse <laughs> that was left in your grandmother's closet for two decades now. Um, uh, it is from Ryback. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, despite uh, so Ryback posted, despite the pain and frustration the WWE has caused me since walking away, I wanted to send love their way um, towards. Vince McMahon, as I've heard, his health isn't great these days. Uh, hopefully he can find the strength to overcome so he can wit- witness me kicking his ass fully. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. So uh, from uh, God's word, God's mouth to Ethan's mouth, uh, Ryback, mm-hmm. feed me more. Feed me more. Um, I don't know what i expect to happen on like the so i mean this is the year that sort of i got a lot of memories that came across my uh platform and and one we uh of 
like, oh, this time last year, this time like two, three years ago, you were at a, uh, you know, a, 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 a compound pro wrestling show. And uh, that's what I'm, I'm be interested to see is how the indie scene uh, comes back this year. If they're able to do that. Right. You know, to see if there's any revitalization yeah. of that uh, once, you know, things calm down a little bit. I know there have been here. I mean, we live in Oklahoma, so it's different. There have been indie wrestling shows here, but just uh, it's not, yeah. you know. Because I was like, oh, man, you know, if I get the vaccine and they move WrestleMania back a little bit. maybe. Hey, I- hey, listen, listen. Yeah. They're not indie wrestling shows. That was such a dumb joke. They're not indie wrestling shows. They're Trump rallies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. We'll go with that. Uh, but I was like, uh, you know, I was like, well, maybe if they move WrestleMania back and I've got my vaccine, I'll go. But then I was like, part of the fun of going to WrestleMania is going to all the indie shows around it, and I don't know if those are going to take place. So, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. Ethan, what do you question? Yeah, would you be surprised if if AEW and the cons like just invest some money in some indie shows? Because like, they don't have like a, a training territory. Yeah, they, they 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 don't. I think Tony Khan has hinted at at something similar to that, um, mm-hmm. and you know, but I don't know. I don't know if it was could be considered like an indie show or like their own mm-hmm. sort of like NXT. I'm not their I'm, own power plant. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I could see him. You know, at least trying. You know. What promotions don't ha- don't the WWE already have their claws in? I think is the bigger issue, right? Um, yeah, but like you know, I I I would like I wouldn't be surprised if like some money gets floated like towards like championship wrestling from Hollywood or Kaiju Big Battle or yeah or shit like that, like like indie like kind of smaller promotions mm-hmm. to keep because like. I think they're first of all, all of them are like indie darlings for the most part. Yeah. Right. So they they obviously have the love and support for it, but also like they understand that like that is where you get some of the best talent. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. I I mean I noticed the other day I saw that like I forget who it was. Uh, maybe it was Ethan Page. Uh, Ethan Page, mm-hmm. what his uh, impact contract was up, right? Or I think he was an impact and yeah, he was an impact Mm -hmm. and his contract was up and they were like, yeah, he's got offers from AEW, WWE and then MLW. And I was like, what in the world is MLW doing in that conversation? Is is someone putting some big money behind MLW all of a sudden? Like, cause that's, that that doesn't seem that's a, that was the, that's the, what is it? The, who, who started that promotion? Um, (laughs) No, it was what's his name? King um he did the King gimmick back in WWF back oh, in, uh Harley uh, Race. Jerry Lawler. Harley Race. Oh. Harley Race, not Jerry Lawler. I <laughs> no the King Harley Race. Um but yeah, I, so I don't know. Like maybe maybe yeah, maybe maybe you do. Like maybe pro wrestling gorilla and shit like that. I don't know. Like but well, ob- yeah, like but obviously none of that's gonna happen like, because none of that's happening in California right now. So True, but like, here's what you know. I'm not a savvy businessman or anything like that, nor am I rich. But if I was like, 
like Tony Khan. I would pick like I don't know, thirty states. Yeah. And just be like, because you got a lot of goddamn money there. You know. Oh yeah. You pick thirty states. You say I'm gonna invest. I don't know. What do you think an indie show would might need to like keep it afloat for? Six months. Honestly, like, you you, you want to know? Like, I think maybe like twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, you say you say I'm gonna pick thirty states in each of those states. I'm gonna invest six hundred thousand twenty five. Yeah. Twenty five thousand, forty thousand, whatever yeah. it may be, and then you can like those states can then rebuild off of that one indie show. Like, they can rebuild an indie scene from that. And then, number one, you've got all these promotions that are somewhat indebted to you. And then you also are just getting new talent. Uh, you know, getting getting training for these new guys. And while they may not go to AEW, you're with AEW. You're, you know, you've got deals with TNA and NJPW and all those. So, like, even if they go to other places, you yeah, still you... have access to them. Well, and also that would just be one. I really, I mean, you could if you spun it the right way, and you keep in your good graces, and you keep doing your business practices the right way, people wouldn't view it the because if the WWE did that, people would view it as oh, they're trying to take over the business, right? Yeah. Like I mean, but yeah, I mean that's a, that's an interesting proposal because you know, like at that price, you know, if you do twenty five thousand dollars for thirty states, that's seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's a pretty low risk for that company, right? Like yeah. if it pays off and you get like two stars out of it, you've kind of like it's paid for itself yeah. to do that. And yeah, you can yeah. certainly, you know, like, so I think the end game here is, uh, uh, Gary, uh, I mean, Ethan, uh, that we need to, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we need to start our indie promotion right now to get this $25,000 <laughs> for Tony Khan. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Compound Pro. Yeah, yeah. Let's get uh, CP Dub that going and <laughs> Soundstooth Pro, baby. SPW. Yeah. <laughs> STPW, Soundstooth Pro Wrestling. Uh, yeah, uh, that's SPW doesn't sound too bad. Like, actually, let's do this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. People would be yeah. like, what's oh, this? No, what's I, this? I, I'm going to, because it'd be Soundstooth and then, like, I don't want it to be, I don't want it to end with wrestling. Like, I don't know, like sounds tooth, like wrestling alliance, <laughs> the destruction. So like it'd be like STD. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. That's the whole. Yes. That's the whole point. That was, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Roundabout way to make uh, the acronym yeah. STD. <laughs> the sounds tooth grappling extravaganza. I have, I have no idea. Something, uh, but yeah. But yeah, let's just do that, uh, and then yeah. uh, we take what was once a Tony Khan. Tell me. Yeah, Tony Khan, sponsor us. Uh, we take once what was a comedy network and just turn it into a pro wrestling empire. How about that? Let's just do it. Uh, <laughs> we're going to call it Pounds Tooth. <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, hey, Landry, we got some bad news for you. Uh, we got you a job. <laughs> Digital intercourse would be behind calling it Pounds Tooth. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Uh, yeah. Landry, Landry, we got you a job. Got you a job. It's... Uh, you're gonna live under the ring, <laughs> and Finley's gonna show up. Yeah. And you're gonna bring out a Finley. <laughs> you are Hornswoggle too. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. 
<sighs> All right, Ethan. Well, we should probably get toward wrapping this one up here. Uh, our silly. Now, I do want to tell. This is the sad part of the of the show uh, for some of our listeners. Uh, we have gotten a, a little bit behind on our recordings and things like that, and so I just wanted to tell people that uh, we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to cherry pick some episodes from the past uh, that I can get and uh, put those out over the next uh, three or four weeks as sort of uh, you know, uh, I, you know, rerun episodes. While Ethan and I uh, take some time to record some fresh new episodes, because we've both been, uh, I especially have uh, been dropping the ball a little bit and uh, need to get back on the right uh, side of of this and get ahead with our recordings again uh, to where we can do something like randomly, if there is a good pay-per-view or something, we can drop that in and not have to worry about time. Um, so we're going to yeah. take a few a few weeks off to record. If you're out there and you have suggestions of what you would like us to record about, please send those to us on our Facebook, uh, WrestleLore, or you can send us an email at WrestleLorePod at gmail.com and let us know what you would like us to talk about. Uh, we would love to know. Uh, we know there are infinite storylines. We only got our two little brains uh, to use. So, you know, let's, let's hive mind this and let us know uh, what you guys want us to, to talk about out there. So... Uh, Ethan, do you Let's have do it, baby. Do you have any words for our fine listeners out there? Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Uh, banana. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, um, in high school, you know, in, in high school, Ethan, we used to do the anti-disestablishmentarianism, but we'd say, "Give me an A," and then "Give me an N," and just keep going until we got through the word, and it was lame. But, you know, it's something yeah. we did. Yeah. Yeah. But my joke, comedy. Um, but, no, I was just going to say P-comedy. Uh, but I was just going to say that, um, you know, 2020 is pretty much over at this point. I mean, if you're listening to this, it is over. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, get the vaccine, you fucking morons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, there's some like uh, podunk uh, wrestling promotion going on somewhere where there's a villain, a heel called the Vaccinator, yeah. <laughs> and like he's he's out John Vaccina. <laughs> yes, yeah. We also learned that uh, we also learned that how did it go? we also learned that Nia Jax is an anti-vaxxer this year. So there's that. Uh, what I'll tell the fuck fi- anti-vaxxer more like it. Oh, I roll. Yes, Com- comedy gold from Ethan. Uh, boy, guys, look, it's been it's been a heck of a year. Thank you guys for sticking it out with us and all that fun stuff. Uh, I know you can catch Ethan on Nights of the Sounds table. Uh, what day does it come out, Ethan? Whenever I'm editing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm really, I'm so bad about putting the show out on time. I'm, here's the thing. We're, like, recorded out for, like, I don't know, seven episodes. Uh, I'm going to... Here's what I'll say. I'm going to buckle down and edit like four episodes also for that show. And they it's supposed to come out every Monday, but I suck. So. Well, you can catch him on that. You can also catch him on Talk Show Incorporated. Uh, if you are, uh, there's also uh, the, if you want to see video of these people, you can go on to the uh, soundstoothnow.com uh, and take you to Twitch, but also our Facebook. We have the real roast uh, that uh, Ethan and other people. Uh, take part in. Yeah, uh, we did the real roast of Harry Potter where you can watch me almost get COVID. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, and uh, yeah, fun stuff. Uh, as for me, you can catch me on Getting Greasy and a litany of other things. Be sure to go check those out. 
Uh, and most importantly, guys, like us, subscribe to us, hit us up, uh, like the Soundstooth app, download the Soundstooth app, all that fun stuff. Uh, I don't have anything else to say, so I'll just say this to everybody. Be safe and have a good 2021, and let's just make it better than last year. All right. Also, support sex workers. (laughs) That's a good one to go out on. Support sex workers. Support sex workers because that is... Boy, Ethan, where did that one come from there, bud? I don't know. (laughs) just... I'm very tired. <laughs> Ethan is very tired, and he wants you to make sure that you support. You know, you know where that came from? It where? came from the Pornhub, the Pornhub purge. Oh, the porn. Yeah, the Pornhub. Yeah, the Pornhub purge. We didn't talk about that on this show because that's not what this show's about. Uh, but but, uh, but uh, listen, if you're if you're out of the porn loop, if you're not up on the masturbation, yes. They got rid of anyone that wasn't verified, and basically you had to be verified and like all this stuff, and it's yeah, it's 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 a mess. So, well, with those fine words of support, sex workers, we'll get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been the Wrestler Podcast. We'll be back in a few weeks with new episodes. We got some best ofs. Until then, come get on the train. <laughs> Horse!